All right, you may be seated. How's everybody doing? Great, great, great. Well, if you would, go ahead and turn with me to Romans chapter 12. This has been our foundational scripture for the past several months, talking about the renewing of our mind. And tonight we're going to talk about a faith mind or a fear mind. Are my thoughts faith or are my thoughts fear? Romans chapter 12. I'm going to read out of the Amplified. And it says, Do not be conformed to this world, this age. Now, now as we get into this, I want us to read this like it's the first time that we've ever read it. I remember when I first accepted the Lord and I I discovered this scripture right here. This was a game changer for me. And when when I read the part as we get into it, how I could discover what God's good will was, His acceptable will and His perfect will, man, it... It disturbed me on the inside that, that that's possible. You know, that it's, it's possible for me to know God because I grew up, you know, not knowing you could know God's will. Whatever happened was God's will. You know, if somebody got in a car wreck, well, that's God's will. Somebody died prematurely, that's God's will. You know, that, that's my, my perception of God. He, was, he could do anything he wanted to do, so whatever happened, well, that's just the way it was. But as I, I discovered this scripture right here, how he, he says, do not be conformed to this world, this age. Well, I'd already, I'd already been in the world. You know, I was already, I knew what that was like. And he said, fashioned after, after and adapted to its external and superficial customs. But be transformed, changed. Boy, I needed a lot of change and I still need a lot of changing. By the entire renewal of your mind. By its new ideas and its new attitudes, so that you may prove, say prove, for yourself, prove for myself, not my mom or dad or grandparents, prove for myself, not, not just the preacher, prove for myself what is the good and acceptable and perfect will of God, even the thing which is good and acceptable and perfect in His sight for me. In His sight for me. For me. Verse 3 in the New King James, it says, For I say through the grace given to me to everyone who is among you not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly. But to think soberly. As God has dealt to each one a measure of faith. To think soberly. To think soberly. I know you're probably a lot more holier than I, I, I was at the moment, but I, I understood what sober was and what sober wasn't. But Paul says that whenever we discover the Word of God and we begin to connect our mind to the Word of God, I can think sober. Instead of my mind wondering and wishing and guessing and hoping and doubting and unbelief and... I can think sober. First Peter chapter 5, verses 6 through 8. You can read that in your own time. He says, be sober, be vigilant. For your adversary, the devil, roams around as a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. Resist him steadfast in the faith. He says, be sober. Say, be sober. Be sober. 
So you know that we come into the kingdom of God by faith, right? Ephesians chapter 2, verse 8, for by grace are we saved through faith. Romans 12, 3, we're all dealt the measure of faith, right? Hebrews eleven six. it says it's impossible to please God without faith. So if I want to please God, what is it going to take? Going to take faith. Romans 1, 17, the just shall live by faith. We know Romans 10, 17, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So he says right here that my life can change and I can be transformed and I can prove what God's good, acceptable, and perfect will of God is as I connect my mind to God's word. So I've got to ask myself, are my thoughts faith thoughts or are my thoughts fear thoughts? If I were to track my thoughts, where are these thoughts going to end up? When I think about my family and I'm having a thought about my family, is it a faith thought or is it a fear thought? Whenever I think about my finances and what God's called us to do, are those faith thoughts or fear thoughts? When it comes to my physical body and you hear Aunt Boo Boo is going down fast, whose responsibility is it for me to control my thoughts? It's ours, right? So are my thoughts faith thoughts or my thoughts fear thoughts? Whatever situation you're facing tonight, are your thoughts towards it faith or are they fear? Because whichever direction my thoughts are facing, that's the road I'm going to go down and that's what I'm going to attract into my life. So if my thoughts are faith, my thoughts are connected to the Word of God, and I stay in the process, I'm going to prove, not guess, not wish, not dishope, I'm going to prove what is the good, acceptable, and perfect will of God. Now let's flop it over to the other track. If my thoughts are fear, I'm going to be drawn in the direction the thing that I'm fearing, and I'm going to prove what is the devil's will, his good, acceptable, and perfect will for me. So if I track my thoughts consistently, which way am I headed? Faith thoughts lead to faith belief. Faith belief, my, my belief in God, my, my faith belief leads to faith expectation. Now, you know whenever I'm using the word faith, we're interjecting the word. So when I think on the word, it affects my believing. My believing comes in alignment with the word. And now my expectation is going to follow my belief. My expectation is now in the direction of the word. And now because I'm expecting Psalm 62, 5, my expectation comes from God, Right? when I'm expecting in alignment with the Word of God, now my actions are going to follow. So I have a faith thought which connects to my belief system, which affects what I expect, and now it affects what I do. So if I'm having faith thoughts which are in alignment with the Word of God, and I'm believing the Word of God, and now I'm expecting the Word of God, now I'm going to act upon the Word of God And now I'm going to get the Word of God results. So faith thoughts bring faith results. But on the other side, if my thoughts are full of fear, then I'm going to start to believe what I'm thinking on. And now my belief system is going to be ran and driven by fear. And now I'm going to expect 
fear, and now I'm going to act out of fear, and now my results are going to be fear. So my faith, my fear thought is now going to manifest in a fear result. My faith thought is going to manifest in a faith result. Are my thoughts, faith thoughts, or fear thoughts? Go with me to 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verses 4 and 5. Are the thoughts I'm having, these, these are the things we want to we take away tonight, are my, my thoughts that I'm having, are they faith thoughts or fear thoughts? In every area of my life, spiritually, soulishly, relationally, financially, whatever you're, you're assigned to do, are my thoughts faith thoughts or fear thoughts? 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verses 4 and 5, he says, For the weapons of our warfare... Of our warfare, of my warfare. See what, what you're called to do, what I'm called to do. You have your battles, I have my battles, but you have your weapons and I have my weapons. And and these weapons they're designed by God. They're they're created by God for you and I to win, to overcome. They're they're designed by God with there's no no ounce of failure within these weapons. The only way the weapons fail is whenever we don't use them. For the weapons of, of our warfare when it comes to our family and our finances and our purpose and our destiny and our physical body. Our warfare are not carnal but mighty in God for pulling down strongholds, casting down arguments and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. Bringing every thought, say every thought, every thought. into captivity to the obedience of Christ. Now, when he's talking about strongholds, this comes from a Greek word um, that means a fortress or prison. So think with me, what, what, what is a, a fortress? It's like a, a castle, it's a citadel, it is a, um, it's a thick wall on the outside to keep people from getting in. And so if we have a wrong stronghold in our thinking and in our emotions... We have thought patterns that are motivated by fear. These walls, if, 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 if we were to take a, a, a Holy Spirit flashlight, so to say, and we were to, to, to examine the soul, the way you think on your inner world, and we were to look at these bricks, these thoughts that align your soul, would, they be, um, would, would there be a grain of faith or would they be designed and would they be made out of fear? These strongholds, this fortress, this citadel, this castle can hold people out that have the answers that are going to set me free. Also a prison. What is a prison? Prison is a thick wall, but a prison keeps the person in from getting out. So are my thoughts faith or are my thoughts fear? And if I examine the soul of my life and I examine, I don't want people to get close to me because I'm afraid they're going to hurt me. I know that this is the way I was raised and this is the way I think about this certain situation. And now I have a fortress. I have a thick wall. I have a stronghold in my emotion and in my mind. And so now I am looking through the bar, so to say, of this hurt and this pain. Now, every one of us, before we come into the kingdom of Jesus Christ... 
we were all under the, the slave, the, the taskmaster. We all had scars emotionally and mentally and uh, from being under the dominion of Satan. But we're no longer under the dominion of Satan. We've been delivered from the power of darkness and brought into the kingdom of Jesus Christ. Instantly, now the doors of that prison are open and the Holy Spirit wants to use his word to bust out the wrong bricks that have fear in them and replace them with faith. Are my thoughts faith or are my thoughts fear? Stronghold. It says, casting down arguments and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. Our arguments, and one in the King James used the word imaginations. There's, there's two different types of strongholds here. You have rational thinking and you have irrational thinking. Okay, it's very important to have a good mind. It's very important to use wisdom. But a, a rational thinking pattern, if that's all you lean into, can talk you out of your destiny. It can talk you out of your dream. It can talk you out of being who God has called and created you to be. A rational way of thinking all the time says it has to make sense before I do it. And most of the times what God asks you to do isn't going to naturally make sense. Because it's so much bigger than us. And so we can always be um, thinking... Well, if it makes sense on paper, then I'll do it, Lord. If I have the money, then I'll do it, Lord. If this and this and this, then I will do it, Lord. Rational thinking will thank you completely out of your dream. But on the other hand, irrational thinking are thoughts that are injected with fear. I'm afraid all the time. I'm afraid I'm going to die. I'm going to afraid of flying. I'm afraid of... Of driving in a car, I'm afraid of sickness, I'm afraid of disease, I'm afraid of lack, I'm afraid, I'm afraid, I'm afraid, I'm afraid, I'm afraid. So rational thinking and irrational thinking, he says, bring them down and submit your mind to the spirit of the living God. Are my thoughts faith or are my thoughts fear? You're the only one that can answer that for you, and I'm the only one that can answer that for me. He says, but when we connect our mind with the Word of God, we are going to be transformed, and we are going to prove what is the good, acceptable, and perfect will of God. Go with me to 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7. God wants us free from thoughts of fear. Psalms 34, verse 4, in the New King James, you don't have to, you can just look up there on the screen. It said, I sought the Lord and He heard me, and He delivered me from all of my fears. I sought the Lord and He heard me, and He delivered me from all of my fears. He delivered me from some of my fears. He delivered me from 80% of my fears. He delivered me from 37.5% of my fears. No, he delivered me from all of my fears. I sought the Lord. He heard me and delivered me from all of my fears. Why 
Do you see it over and 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 over again in the Bible? He says, fear not, don't be afraid. Because fear gives the enemy the right to operate in our life. Fear is what deactivates our faith. Faith is what gives God the right to operate in our life. Are my thoughts faith or are my thoughts fear? He delivers us from all of our fears. All the fear of sickness, all the fear of disease, all the fear of lack, all the fear of destruction, all of our fears. Say all. 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7. It says, For God has not given us a spirit of fear. Pause. If God has not given us a spirit of fear, and fear is not from God, do we want anything to do with fear? None. A spirit of fear, but of power of love and a sound mind. Say a sound mind. mind. Now, a sound mind, the word sound mind comes from a Greek word that I'm not going to try to pronounce. But, it, but it's, a, you're like, come on, jump out there. All right, I'll, I'll give it a shot here, just for Joseph's sake here. Sofro Ron is a moss. And his cousin's name is Bill. I'm just kidding. Uh, so it's a compound word, and, and it means, listen, listen to this. God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. It means a saved mind. It means a delivered mind. A saved mind. A delivered mind. How would a saved mind think? The word saved comes from the word salvation. Soterius means to be brought from a dangerous place into a place of safety. Means delivered from all fear. A saved mind. Our our mind in Christ Jesus is not designed to be afraid of circumstances or situations. Our mind is delivered from all fear. Just like our spirit was delivered from the power of darkness. Our spirit was delivered from the power of fear. Our mind has been delivered from the power of fear. But it only stays free from fear as it's being renewed with the Word of God. A, a renewed mind is a faith mind. An unrenewed mind is a fear mind. A, a renewed mind is a faith mind. A renewed mind is a saved mind. A renewed mind is a delivered mind. God wants us to be walking deliverance, spirit, soul, and body. Instantly, we are delivered from the power of darkness when Jesus is your Lord and Savior. But then it is a process to connect our mind back to the way it was originally created to think. You and I are created to think like we're saved. We're created to think like we're delivered. We're created to think what the wholeness of salvation. So a saved mind thinks about money how? God supplies all of my needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. A saved mind thinks differently about family than an unsaved mind. A saved mind thinks differently about gender than an unsaved mind. A saved mind thinks differently about destiny than an unsaved mind. A saved mind, you can be born again in your spirit, but not have your mind walking bathed in salvation and the fullness of it. 
A renewed mind is a faith mind. An unrenewed mind is a fear mind. A faith mind is a renewed mind. So the more I renew my mind, the more faith thoughts I have, which elevates my belief, which brings my expectation to where it should be, and my actions acting upon the Word of God to walk in faith results. You know, God wants results in our life. He wants results. He wants to watch over His Word to perform it. He wants to. He, he wants to. So how, how do I give Him the Word in my life for Him to perform? I know this is contradictory to a lot of teachings, but God is, is a performer. How? If my thoughts are faith... Now, I'm not talking about you performing to win God's approval. That only comes through Jesus. But how, how is God going to watch over the Word to perform it? Are my thoughts faith or are my thoughts fear? How do I give Satan something to work with to manifest the fear? And how do I give God something to work with to manifest the faith? Faith thoughts produce faith belief. Faith expectation. Now, you're, because you're expecting, your action is your seed. Which brings the faith result. Fear thought brings fear belief and fear expectation and fear action is my seed that brings fear results. Are my thoughts faith or are my thoughts fear? We have a saved mind. So look at your neighbor and say, have a saved mind. Go with me to Hebrews chapter 2 verses 14 and 15. So I'm glad I came tonight. Hebrews chapter 2, verses 14 and 15. It says, And as much then as the children have partaken of flesh and blood, he himself likewise shared in the same, that through death he might destroy him who had the power of death. Destroy him who had the power of death. That is the devil. So Jesus destroyed him who had the power of death, meaning being separated from God. So if we're no longer separated from God, then death no longer has power over us. Not just our spirit, but also our mind. Not just our spirit, but also our body. Not just our spirit, but also our finances. Not just our spirit, but also our family. Not just our spirit, but also our destiny. Not just our spirit, but all of who we are. Jesus destroyed him who had the power of separation, the devil, and released those who through fear of death were all their lifetime subject to bondage. Jesus completely set us free from any fear. No fear here. Say no fear here. Go to Romans chapter 8 verse 14 and 16. Romans chapter 8 verses 14 through 16 a renewed mind is a faith mind. An unrenewed mind is a fear mind. I keep saying it over and over again. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Right? Repetition is the highest form of learning. A renewed mind is a faith mind. An unrenewed mind is a fear mind. So if I'm having fear in an area, it just lets me know... No big deal. I haven't renewed my mind in this area. 
So I need to find the scriptures concerning that area and renew my mind to that area. Now my mind, which I have the right to walk in a saved mind, a delivered mind, a safe mind, a healed mind, a blessed mind, a prosperous mindset. When I have faith thoughts, it's setting me on the course to have faith results. When I have fear thoughts, it sets me on course to have fear results. Romans 8, 14 through 16. For all who are led by the Spirit of God are sons of God. For the Spirit which you have now received, now received. Say, now received. received. Is not a spirit of slavery to put you once more in bondage to fear. But you have received. Say, I have received. The spirit of adoption, the spirit producing sonship, in the bliss of which we cry, Abba, Father, Father. The Spirit Himself thus testifies together with our spirit, assuring us that we are children of God. See, our our spirit is letting us know, Father, uh, Abba means source, Father, source, letting us know we have a new source of thinking. I'm no longer thinking attached to my old source, which was the world, which was the enemy, which was to addiction, which was lack, which was the curse. We've come into the family of God. Now we have a spirit that that is crying sonship, adoption, saying security. You belong here. This is your father. This is your source. You have a new source of thought. And that new source of thought will produce a new way of living. But this transformation comes by the renewing of our mind. Go with me to Matthew 14. Matthew 14. Very familiar story, but let's look at some faith thoughts and some fear thoughts. A faith mind will have faith results. A fear mind will have fear results. How's your mind? How are your thoughts? Verse 22, Matthew 14, verse 22. Then he directed, I'm going to read out of the Amplified. Then, then he directed the disciples to get into the boat and go before him to the other side. While he sent away the crowds. And after he had dismissed the multitudes, he went up into the hills by himself to pray. When it was evening... He was still there alone, but the boat was by this time out on the sea, many furlongs. A furlong is one-eighth of a mile, distant from the land, beaten and tossed by the waves, for the wind was against them. Pause. Anytime you step out, and at some point in time, when you go from land to sea, you're on your journey going from where you're at to where God wants you to be, there are going to be storms. There's going to be winds. It's in a negative confession. It is just the world that we live in. John 16, Jesus said, guess what? In this world, you're going to have trials, tribulation, right? But be of good cheer. Be of good cheer. For I've already overcome the world and I've deprived it of power to harm you. So here you have Jesus. He's coming to the disciples. The disciples are in the boat. The wind's beating against the boat. You with me? Verse 25, and in the fourth watch between three and six of the night, Jesus came to them walking on the sea. And when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were terrified and said, it is a ghost. Pause. Is my thoughts faith thoughts or fear thoughts? And they screamed out with fright. 
I mean, when's the last time you saw somebody walking on the water? (laughs) But instantly, he spoke to them saying, Take courage, I am. Stop being afraid. Because faith thoughts bring faith results. Fear thoughts bring fear results. So Jesus had to interrupt their fear in order to get them in faith because he knew that was the only way they were going to go forward was in faith and not in fear. Faith thoughts bring faith results. Fear thoughts bring fear results. Say that with me. Faith thoughts bring faith results. Fear thoughts bring fear results. And he goes on, and Peter answered him, Lord, if it's you, command me to come on the water. And he said, come. So Peter got out of the boat and walked on the water, and he came towards Jesus. I want to read it again. And Peter answered him, Lord, if it's you, command me to come to you on the water. And he said, come. And Peter got out of the boat and walked on the water, and he came towards Jesus. Faith thoughts brought faith belief. Faith expectation until there was faith action which brought faith result. His thoughts were faith thoughts which brought faith results. Our thoughts that are faith thoughts will bring faith results. Keep reading. But when he perceived and felt the strong wind, he was frightened. And as he began to sink, he cried out, Lord, save me from death. See, all fear is rooted in the fear of death. But Jesus, we read earlier, Jesus delivered us from the power of death. So fear no longer has a right to dominate us. God did not give us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind, a saved mind, a delivered mind, a healed mind, a prosperous mind, an overcoming mind, a victorious mind. That's how our mind is designed to think. You see, Peter had faith thoughts which brought faith results, but then he began to look because whatever, if we're looking at the wrong thing, it gives the enemy the opportunity to bring fear through the wrong things that we're looking at. And he's now the same guy who had faith thoughts who brought faith results, now have fear thoughts which bring Fear results. Notice as he looked and as he perceived, he didn't keep his thinking full of faith and on the word and on the command and didn't stay focused, but he began to look and he began to feel and he began to sense and he began to analyze and he began to say, oh my Atlantis, you're not supposed to be doing what I'm doing, especially when it's this windy. He hadn't done it without the wind. But all this is going on. See, fear is unreasonable. Fear is unreasonable. It just wants to take you out. But you see how fear thoughts brought fear results. Right? And it goes on, and instantly Jesus reached out his hand and caught him and held him, saying to him, Oh, you of little faith, why did you doubt? Oh, you of, just with little faith, he walked on water. Just with little faith, it produced faith results. But a little fear produced fear results. Say, no fear. We sought the Lord. He heard us and delivered us from all of our fears. Every one of them. If there's a fear in your life, I'm believing God that as the Holy Spirit just shines a light on it, we uproot it in the name of Jesus. 
Now, now, fear strongholds and fear patterns of thinking don't just pop up overnight. The thought comes, you don't resist it. And it hangs out there. See, the, the word devil in itself, diabolo, it's a job description of Satan. It's the devil, diabolo, he takes a lie and he continues to throw it like a ball or a rock until it penetrates your way of thinking. And he will continue, as long as you don't resist, he doesn't have to flee. And he will stay at it, and he will stay at it. And now you have fear thoughts, which bring fear belief, which brings fear expectation, which fear action. And now what was just a lie, just a thought, now becomes your reality because we didn't have the tenacity to stand up and resist it. James 4, 7 says, submit ourselves to God, resist the devil, and he has to flee. When fear comes, open your mouth and resist it in the name of Jesus. We don't have to allow fear to dominate us. We don't have to allow worry and concern and anxiety to dominate us. Are my thoughts faith thoughts or fear thoughts? Faith thoughts bring faith results. Fear thoughts bring fear results. What do I want? What do we want? Faith results, right? Well, then we've got to have faith thoughts. Faith thoughts are God's thoughts. A renewed mind thinks God's thoughts. A renewed mind is a faith mind. And a fear mind is an unrenewed mind. And in verse 31, instantly Jesus reached out his hand. I want to read it again. And caught and held him, saying to, you, saying to him, Oh, you of little faith, why did you doubt? And when they got into the boat, the wind ceased. Now, now, where he was looking determined the results that he got. Where he was looking, when he looked at Jesus, when he looked at the Word, determined the results that he got. When he looked at the wind, when he looked at the waves, it determined the results that he got. What we look at is going to determine our results. Colossians chapter 3, verse 2. Colossians chapter 3, verse 2. Set your minds and keep them set on what is above the higher things and not on the things that are on the earth. Set your mind and keep them set. Set your mind. What, what direction have you set your mind towards? Set your mind towards your purpose. Set your mind towards your vision. Set your mind towards your plan. Set your mind towards your inheritance. Set your mind towards the provision. Set your mind towards the healer. Set your mind towards knowing God. Set your mind towards the forgiver. Set your mind towards the one who's merciful uh, every single day. Set your mind towards the blood. Set your mind towards the name that's above every name. Set your mind towards the word. Set your mind... Set your mind, whichever direction my mind is set, that's the direction my life is going to go. What direction is your mind set? Is it set on failure or is it set on faith? Faith thoughts bring faith results. Fear thoughts bring fear results. Job chapter 3 verse 25. Are my thoughts about whatever situation in my life, wherever you're at, whatever you're going through right now, are my thoughts faith thoughts or are my thoughts fear thoughts? Job chapter 3 verse 25, 
in the New King James, it says, For the thing I greatly feared has come upon me, and what I dreaded has happened to me. For the thing I greatly feared has come upon me, and what I dreaded has happened to me. His fear thoughts brought fear results. He said his thinking was about his children messing up and not serving the Lord and not doing things right. And fear thoughts brought fear results. Go to Job 42.10. And the Lord restored Job's losses when he prayed for his friends. Indeed, the Lord gave Job twice as much as he had before. Faith thoughts brought faith results. You see it with Peter. Faith thoughts brought faith results. You see it with Peter. Fear thoughts brought fear results. You see it with Job. Fear thoughts brought fear results. You see it with Job. Faith thoughts brought faith results. Faith gives God... Now, through this process... Job went through a transformation. His mind got renewed to the character and nature of God. So he went from fear to the process of change. He identified, okay, this is the area here that I was afraid. I was afraid for my kids. I'm not going to blame it on my wife. I'm not going to blame it on my friends. I'm not going to blame it on God. And he began to transform his life and change his thinking, which changed his life. Faith thoughts brought faith results. How are your thoughts right now? Faith thoughts brought restoration. Faith thoughts brought healing. Faith thoughts brought God upon the scene. Faith thoughts brought Almighty God upon the scene. How are your thoughts? Are they faith thoughts or fear thoughts? A renewed mind is a mind that is full of faith thoughts. An unrenewed mind is a mind that is consumed with fear and worry and anxiety. How's your mind? If I were to track my thoughts, where are they going to end up? If you were to track your thoughts, where are they going to end up? I want to encourage you tonight. If you've been dealing with fearful thinking in your physical body, let's go ahead and stand our feet. In your physical body, if you've been dealing with fear where it concerns your relationships, if you've been dealing with fear concerning finances, I want us to break the, the power of that fear off of each and every one of us in this building tonight. Would you agree with me as I pray over you? Father, I come to you right now in the name of Jesus. And I, first and foremost, Father, we ask you to forgive us of the areas that we've played with this, that we've had the mentality, it's okay to be a little bit afraid, and I'm going to let this little bit of fear hang out. No, sir, we seek you, you hear us, and you deliver us from all of our fears. We want every ounce of fear removed from our heart, removed from our mind, removed from our mouth, removed from our thinking patterns. No fear here. I break the spirit and power of fear off off of our partners, off the members of this church, off of our family, in the name of Jesus. Fear of lack, you be gone. Fear of sickness and disease, you be gone. Fear of families falling apart and busting up, you be gone in the name of Jesus. Fear of being alone, you be gone in the name of Jesus. 
who is that? You've been having a specific, you can keep your heads bowed, keep praying, keep listening. You, you've been having a fear of a, of a blood disease, of a blood disorder. Who is that? Like a, I keep hearing a, a, a fear, like an impurity, an impurity in your, um, in your body, a, just a fear of, who is that? I, of a, right here. Thank you. Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, I break the spirit of fear off of this man's life. I let you know, devil, your power is broken off of his life, off of his mind, off of his bloodstreams in the name of Jesus. And I release the healing power of God into his blood flow right now, rearranging whatever needs to be rearranged, purifying whatever needs to be purified right now in the name of Jesus. No fear here. He has a saved mind. He has a delivered mind. He has a healed mind. He has an overcoming mind. He has a faith mind that brings faith results. And I call him healed from the top of his head to the soles of his feet. In Jesus' name, amen. Gallbladder. You've been dealing with issues of gallbladder. Uh, who is that? Even if you're watching uh, by way right here, I see that hand. I, Father, right now in the name of Jesus, I release the healing power of God into that gallbladder. Gallbladder, you submit to the anointing of Jesus Christ. And I declare that there's a saturation. I curse the disease in the name of Jesus. I curse the sickness in the name of Jesus. And I command you to be gone. And I release the healing power of God into their body now in Jesus' name. No fear here. Fear you can't come back. Thoughts you submit to the anointing of God. And we thank you for this. In Jesus' name. We bless you for it in Jesus' name. Faith thoughts bring faith results. No more fear. No more fear of lack. No more fear of disease. No more fear of sickness. No more fear of destruction. No more fear. Say no more fear. No more fear on job sites. No more fear going to school. No more fear of kids. No more fear of what's going to happen to kids. No more fear. Angels have charge over them. They're at the right place at the right time with God's hands upon them in Jesus' name. No fear here. Say it. No fear here. This is not a house of fear. This is a house of faith. This is not a heritage of fear. This is a heritage of faith. No fear here. Say it, no fear here. No fear. No fear. Pastor, you have anything? No fear. Say that with me. No fear here. No fear here. Whenever that thing comes up in your mind that maybe you've had opportunities with in the past, I want you to open your mouth. Don't you be passive about it. Don't you be timid about it. Don't you be hesitant about it. No fear. You don't belong in my mind, fear. You don't belong in my heart. Remember John 14, verse 1, Jesus said, you don't let your heart be troubled. You don't let your heart be afraid. No fear here. No fear of failure. No fear of acceptance. No fear. No fear. No fear. See, the right fear, the fear of God, will deliver you from wrong fear. When you have right fear in who, who you know and who you serve, 
then it eliminates wrong fear. Because this fear uh, uh, brings a faith. This fear brings destruction. No fear here. No fear, no fear. No fear, no, no fear, none. Not even a smidge, not even a bit. No fear, no fear of lack, no fear of running out. We have faith for running over. Faith for running over. No fear of running out. Faith for running over. No fear, no fear. No fear of depression, no fear of oppression. No fear, no fear of sickness, no fear of flu, no fear of allergy. No fear, no fear. I don't care what the past has been. You're in this family now. You're in the family of God now. No fear, no fear, no fear. You will reach your dream. You will reach your destiny. You will fulfill your purpose. You will do what God's created you to do. No fear here. I don't care what the obstacle is. Don't you be afraid of that thing. Greater is he that's in us than he that's in the world. No fear here. No fear of people. No fear of man. No fear of family. No fear. No fear. No fear. No fear. Father, I just declare that this word does not return void. That Holy Spirit, we ask you to just help us be aware of our thinking. Whenever we think of family, finances, our bodies, our dreams, if there's any smidge of fear, we bring it under submission. We, we break its power in the name of Jesus and we connect our mind to the word. Faith thoughts bring faith results. I expect faith results, faith results of greater glory, greater abounding, greater flourishing in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Can we give the Lord praise, Pastor?